0: Chapter 2, verse 10. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. 2 Corinthians, chapter 8, verses 1 to 6. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. So we urge Titus, just as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part.
1: Hi friends, it is incredibly good to be with you in your homes and with everyone here at South Street, which is very exciting. Um, Still a bit of a whoop, whoop. um, But it is amazing for me just to have kind of done this journey over the last 15 months, where kind of started off with us moving online, trying to figure out how do we occupy and not be able to gather together uh, in a building but we gather together online, and how do we occupy that space? And uh, for a number of months, would uh, kind of sit in my lounge and speak at a screen, only seeing myself. Can you imagine that? Speaking to yourself every week. And then it kind of developed to a point where I get to speak to some other people who were in the room but didn't ever look at me. And then it's got to a point now where I'm speaking in a room with other people, which is very exciting, as well as speaking still to you at home. And as well as these guys saying hello, please do, at this point, if you're at home listening, please do jump on the chat and say hello, as I can still see you. So please do jump on there. Already some thank yous to Tamsin. So thank you, Tamsin, who's in the room. Uh, I'm sure she's had that awkward moment of seeing herself on a screen as well. Uh, But she did excellently, and I'm so thankful for you doing the reading. Uh, But please do quickly got a hello from my family who are back at home, but jump in and just say hello if you're online, because it just shows me you're still here. Uh, You've not nipped out to make a quick drink, as I know that some of you do. Um, But today sees um, a final part of our series, um, Finding Joy. But before we get there and before we look at the passages that um, Tamsin so excellently read out to us, I want to take us back. Take us back to before when some of us were even born, for some of us will remember it, but I want to take us back, as the Goldbergs would say, to some time in the mid-1980s. You see, in the mid-1980s, I got my first ever brand new bike. It was a bike that I dreamed of, a bike that my parents provided for me. It's a bike that I'll ne- ne- uh, get to show you a photo of that will appear on the screens that is a Rally Burner, but not any other Rally Burner BMX, but a Rally Burner BMX that was red with yellow tires. It was amazing. And now it kind of looks very small, but at the time it was just like the be-all and end-all. And when I got this bike, I could not believe it. It's like everything I'd been wanting for, I'd like been cutting out pictures of the Argos catalog, of kind of looking and finding this BMX. and one day you will be mine. And this day, it came true. This bike was mine. And I can tell you this, I was filled with joy. I was so excited to have this bike. The thing is, though, if I was to tell you that then, having got this bike, I then took it, and hid it in my room in order that I could just gaze on it every day. You'd think, that's kind of crazy. Like, why would you get a bike, not any old bike, a BMX bike, a bike that is designed for doing wheelies, hopping on the back wheel, connecting pegs and taking people for a ride? Like, why would you get a bike like that and stick it just in your room? Like, you wouldn't do that. That would be madness. Of course I didn't do that. I got the bike and I cruised the streets. I jumped off curbs. I tried to pull wheelies, taking it at least an inch off the road. See, I wanted to enjoy riding my bike, but not only that, I wanted to share my bike with others. And so I wanted to take it on the streets in order that other people could see the wonder of my red BMX with yellow tires. And then occasionally, just very occasionally, I would allow someone else to have a go on my red BMX, to have a go and see how good it is. See, that's the thing, isn't it? With something that you get where you think this is so good, you can't help but like share it with other people. You want other people to share in the joy that you know. And that's where we're kind of going to end off today that as we've looked at this series of finding joy where we've discovered that joy is truly found in Jesus who comes and provides us a life now based on his life, death, and resurrection that is filled with joy, a joy of knowing that we're forever loved and accepted, a joy that promises a future that one day we will be with him for eternity in a place that is filled with goodness and love and justice and his joy. Not any old place, a renewed earth in a renewed universe. I want us to see is this joy that we know in Jesus is a joy that we are called to share. As today we look at sharing joy. And, And if you're in the room and you're a kid, you would have been... Handed one of these drawings as you came in. Some of you are jealous now that you're not in the room. If you're not in the room and you are under the age of 11, you'll be sent one of these this week through the blast. But this picture that you were given is in order that you could color it in, just because I know at some point you're going to think, Adrian's a bit boring. I don't want to listen to him anymore. And that's okay. Sometimes I'm a bit boring. But when you get to that point, color in this picture. And what I want you to do with this picture is think about someone, once you've colored it in, that you could give the picture to as a way of you sharing joy. But the rest of us, you don't get to color in, you have to listen. Oh, Rich Spirit says. But... Um, Rich Bo Spit. That was like a very weird kind of name, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> it's something that I've to come to learn. Fortunately, he's wearing a mask today, so I'm just hidden from the spit. Um, but Rich Bo Pit, as he is known. Um, in terms of then sharing joy, I want us to understand that sharing joy is a natural outworking of the joy that we get to know of Jesus and in Jesus. So we see it through the scriptures that Tamsin read out, and actually I'm going to add in a cheeky additional one. See, firstly, it's about a joy for all. See, the joy that Jesus brings in Luke chapter 2, the angels who are announcing his birth says, actually, this isn't a joy for just one special group of people. No, this is a joy that is for the whole planet, for the whole world. Like, The joy that we get to experience in and of Jesus is a joy that we get to know is for everyone. That everyone is here to know the joy that we know of Jesus and will find it satisfying. Like, we're not having to persuade people in this. No, we get to reveal and cause others to taste and see how good this joy is because it's there for them as well as us. So firstly, it's a joy for all. Secondly, and this is where I'm going to add in a scripture, a verse in the Bible, it's a joy that can't be contained. Jesus, when he's talking to his friends in John chapter 15, verse 11, says this, I've told you these things so that you'll be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Like Jesus says, he wants to cause you and me, to be filled with his joy, the eternal joy that he has always known. But the thing is, as we know that joy, we won't be able to contain it, it will just overflow from us. We find ourselves leaking the joy that we know in him. See, this joy we know of Jesus, the more we get to experience it, the more we'll find it just overflows from us. We can't just like hide away in a room thinking, oh yeah, no one else can know about this. No, it'll just leak out. It'll just kind of pour out of us as it will spill out over people we come into contact with because it's a joy that cannot be contained. And then thirdly, what we discover is that this joy is a joy that redefines See that in 2 Corinthians, in the passage where Paul is talking about this joy of God and how it comes to this particular group of people, the Macedonians, and that even though their circumstances are ones where they're in lack, where they like don't have everything they need, like it says that the reality of their circumstances was they're mixed with the joy of God, and that mixing of the joy of God into their circumstances redefined them. It redefined them in order they would be generous. It was like the outworking of it, their circumstances plus God's joy caused them to just overflow with generosity. Now, One of the things I've not told you about is why I'm rushing through is I've got some friends who are then in a moment going to share something about how they seek to share joy. And one of those friends who's going to share is actually Sarah. And Sarah's going to pick up on this verse a bit more and talk about like how we can share joy through generosity. But for this moment, I want us to understand that like our circumstances, however good or challenging they may feel or may be. When we allow the wonder of the joy that we know in Jesus to come within them, it will cause us to be those who are redefined within our circumstances, rather than them causing us to curve inwards, to be those that are then curving outwards towards others, causing others to know the joy that we know. You see, when we truly know this joy, when we know this joy of Jesus, this joy that is in Jesus, it causes us to share it with others. There's no other way it can be. Just like with my BMX, I couldn't have just hidden it in my room. To have done that would have been crazy. See, this isn't just crazy, it's just not possible. You cannot know the joy of Jesus, the joy in Jesus, and not share it. Because it's a joy that's for the whole world. It's a a joy that cannot be contained. It will always leak out of us. And it's a joy that redefines our circumstances. Therefore, I want us now just to hear from some different friends who then want to share how they seek to share joy and so firstly we're going to hear from some younger friends uh, part of Oasis James and Chloe so I'm going to now hand over to the team who are going to show them on the screens and we'll all get to listen to them
2: so here are some ideas of how i try and bring joy to people in the different places in my life so at home i try to be sensitive um, and kind uh, to people and patient to them i try to help out at home like helping with the washing up or walking the dog and i also try to be caring to people listen to them like hugging them and stuff like that and I also try not to take myself too seriously. In school, I try to listen to people and be understanding with them. And I also do outreach where I go into primary school, um, primary schools and do games and fun activities and stuff like that to bring joy to the people there. In youth, I try to bring my ideas and uh, be part of stuff. Uh, and I also like organising games for friends and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I try to, a lot of the time I try to sort of look to God for my, as my source of joy. Um, yeah.
0: Hi, Chloe. Hello. So, Chloe, could you tell us a little bit about what brings you joy and how you like to share that joy with others?
3: Well, I love writing stories and I love reading them and everything and I love tell- telling them. So, for example, um, my cousin named Skye, um, she loves my stories and I love telling her them often I just made them up on the spot but still and um we um as we live quite far away I send her a chapter in the post as often as I can which I enjoy and she enjoys because I love writing them and she loves reading them That's, so yeah
0: that is great is there anything else that you brings you joy that you like sharing with others
3: well, I love welcoming people at church. <clears throat> or at least I used to until coronavirus came. I don't know why I loved it. Probably because I loved seeing people and that was nice. But also probably because I love swimming on the bars there. <laughs> I don't know why I loved doing that.
1: They're great, weren't they? And um, I think the thing that I love about it actually is the claps. Is that Chloe's in the room with us? And those who arrived today got to know the joy of being welcomed by Chloe, both in her swinging on the bar and also saying a big hello, which was fantastic. So thank you, Chloe. And I think what I love about that is it's just earth, isn't it, through both James and Chloe, of how we share joy. It's just in our words and our actions, it's the way we live. It doesn't have to be really complicated. It isn't like looking, how can I weave Jesus into this moment? Actually, it often just comes in that thing of joy can't be contained. It just spills out. It spills out in the way we can't help but seek to be generous to someone by doing something good for them, seeking to look out for them, seeking to be someone who's saying, hey, what can I do to bring them joy in how I'm acting? So that's. Chloe and James, or James and Chloe, we're now going to hear from Sarah. And so I wonder, team, if we can now hand over to Sarah.
4: I've been thinking this week about the connection between joy and generosity. Um, and there definitely is a great joy in being able to be generous. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 8, Paul talks about the generosity of the Macedonians that out of, you know, that even though they were poor, they overflowed in this great rich generosity in their giving Um, and I think there is a massive joy in being able to give and that's definitely been my experience so one yeah there's lots of ways you can be generous actually it's not just financial generosity but also in time in kindness in your attitudes in other ways that you give and anything that you've got as a resource, being able to give that generously, is just, an, it is a joy to do that and to be part of God's kingdom. Um, one story that came to mind when I was thinking about giving time um, was a few years ago, Richard's mum was really unwell and getting to the point where she couldn't really manage in her house by herself anymore. Um, but we knew that she really wanted to stay there a bit longer. And so we looked at our own time Um, and how we could use our time to be generous towards her. And so we arranged things for probably about a year where Richard would do his normal work, which is working away um, in Scotland. And then when he came away from that work, he would go to his mum's house, stay with his mum, cook for her, look after her, care for her and keep her company. And from his mum's, he would then come home for occasional visits when he could for me and the kids. And so it was a hard time in that, you know, we didn't have a lot of time together, but I'm so grateful that we did that. There was such a joy in being able to meet her need and to be generous to her in a really difficult time. Um that is really, it's really deep rooted. It's far beyond just, you know, what you give at that time. Now, so many years later, I have no regrets at all about that. I'm so pleased that we were able to be generous and to give in that way in that particular circumstance. There's a lovely feeling, a feeling that that was the right thing to do and a really good investment. Um, yeah, so that's one way I think generosity and joy comes together. Uh, that deep feeling of being able to do the right thing in the in the right situation and to bring the kingdom of god that love that peace that joy into a situation through being generous with time and giving uh, obviously paul into corinthians 8 is talking about financial giving and a thing that i find a real joy in is being able to give financially when people are starting out in new ventures so Uh, I think there's a real joy in being able to kind of invest in people's future. So when people feel like a real sense of God calling them to do something new, to step out, to go to maybe a school or uh, move or go on a journey with God, I think to be able to give when they've got a financial need to help them take that next step, is there's a real deep joy in that. And because then you become part of that journey, um, I feel a real investment in them doing really well and what God is doing through them. So I think that that's yeah, that's where the joy is, is being part of the kingdom growing, that as we give and we're being generous, God's kingdom has been enabled to grow and to influence, and we become part of that. And we become part of their other people's journey, other people's story in that. So, yeah, I think that the joy and generosity for me is being part of God's kingdom, of his kingdom growing, of his kingdom coming, that this is what we're doing as we give generously, we become part of that.
1: That's was great, wasn't it? So good. And just that like grounding, isn't it, of generosity, we can immediately jump to think, oh, that's about my money. Yeah, it's about that. But it's actually about the rest of our life as well, it's about our time, it's about like, the gifts we have, uh, and it's like saying, actually, I get, the, in the joy I know of you, Jesus, to say, how can I be generous to others, to express this joy uh, with what I've got? And I'd be encouraging us to do that. Well, the last person I want us to hear from in a moment is uh, Vince Ricketts, who is a dear friend of mine, and... Um, Vince, I'd lined up to share, and just some things changed for him. Vince has been on an ongoing cancer journey for over 10 years now. And um, actually, I, when I invited him to share in this, uh, he was at home. Uh, and in the last two and a half weeks have just been slightly different to the ones we planned. And he actually ended up in hospital, uh, having an operation. And Vince and I talked still through it, and just felt like it would just still be good to hear from Vince. So we're going to hear from Vince from his hospital bed. Now, he actually did come home uh, on Friday night, and so he is at home now, but at the point of recording, he was in his hospital bed. And he's just going to share something of what it looks like uh, to live with joy. And so let's run the video uh, from Vince.
5: How do you share joy through life? How do I share joy in this moment i'm in hospital i've had an operation i've been in pain at times i'm still in pain and yet i know the joy of the lord to be my strength why in this moment as in any moment it is out of the relationship that I have with Jesus that I invite in to every part of my day, every part of my life. So the other day I got to a point where I'd been in pain for, for quite some time. I was in tears. I, I, I felt as if I was out of strength, as if helpless, I guess. Helpless would be the word. You know, who do I turn to? And I found myself saying to the Lord, Lord, you're my strength. You're my song. You're my refuge. You're my deliverer. Crying out in pain. Then I also invited others. I called Deb. She called family to pray, I messaged a few friends to pray also. Because throughout every part of life, Jesus takes center stage and we have a beautiful relationship, one to be enjoyed, one to be enjoyed in his strength, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. May he be yours. Bless you.
1: What I love about Vince sharing is actually it kind of rounds off everything that I've been speaking about. Because what he just modeled to us is what it looks like to share joy. He's just literally shared joy with you and with me. The joy is found in Jesus. Let's not be embarrassed of that. Let's keep being those who look to him as our source of joy. Knowing as we do look to him, it doesn't become something that just does us good. It causes us to do others good. As the only outworking of knowing the joy of Jesus is that it causes us to then share that with others in order they taste and see that joy for themselves. In a moment, I'm gonna hand back to Rod and the band who are gonna lead us in a song, but before we do that, I just wanna pray for us. And so I just wondered if I could ask you just to close your eyes, wherever you are, if you're in the room, if you're at home. Why we close our eyes? is isn't because it's some mystical thing. It means we just don't get distracted by other things that are going on. And just with our eyes closed, I wanna pray for us. Jesus, I pray for each and every one of us. I pray would we be those that are shaped more and more by the joy that we experience of you, Jesus, and in you, Jesus. I pray that we be those that daily look to you and receive from you and experience from you the joy that can only be found in you. And I pray, Jesus, that as we live knowing and experiencing more of this joy, this joy that you cause us to know by your spirit, I pray, God, that you'd cause us then to know that we go out in the worlds that you've placed us in to reveal this joy, to share this joy And I pray that we'd know that, that in this moment where it feels there's so much uncertainty, so much kind of polarization, so much kind of fear and wondering, I pray that within all of those settings, we'd have this sense of purpose that we get to be salt and light in revealing the wonder of the joy that we know to others. ask this for your glory, Jesus. Amen.